What's up, Eloeros? Uh, we are so excited uh, for the summertime, and we're really excited to try Bud Light Seltzer's loudest flavors ever. Yeah. <gasps> Word around town is that they're louder than us. I don't know. I don't uh. know about that. But look, this is what I love about Bud Light. You know, um, the seltzer, they're all about bold flavors, variety, and they have fun with their drinks. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Pack, the Seltzer Retro Tie-Dye Pack, and now they got new flavors, tangerine and watermelon. Wow. Um, in their classic variety pack. So these are like the perfect seltzers to enjoy with friends and family all summer long. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently did it during the holidays, 4th of July. Hi. I brought a bunch with me, and people were just like, they were like, yo, Bud Light makes cherry cola? And I'm mm. like, it's a cherry cola seltzer flavor, <laughs> hard seltzer. So... You know, drink responsibly so that we were drinking and having fun in the, in the barbecue. And look, there's nothing more American than, you know, a barbecue, fireworks, and drinking some Bud Light hard seltzer. That's what I think. But mm. I'm being all patriotic and whatnot. <laughs> um, Rachel, how, where were you drinking your Bud Lights? Well, God bless America and God bless my backyard, y'all. My little oasis is open. Yes, I'm on the Upper East Side of New York City, and I have a small little outdoor space that I make big parties in, okay? Okay, let's go. And Mm. it's officially open, and I love having the Bud Light Seltzer on deck. It's already in the cooler, being chilly, chilled, okay? So I'm now having my girlfriends over. The kids come over with the moms. The moms go up in the VIP, and we enjoy our Bud Light Seltzer hard soda. Now, y'all know there's a variety pack. I killed the cherry cola. Like, mm. killed it. Killed hey, it. So good. I moved on to citrus soda. Ooh. And it's also just as good. It's that familiar lemon-lime soda flavor that you secretly crave with the seltzer stats we know you want. So try it, Eloeleros. Frank, what about you? Well, guys, summer's not summer without the beach. And without Bud yes. Light Seltzer Hard Soda, it's really, like, there's nothing going on. So I have my variety pack that came in right before. Fourth of July, headed to the beach. All right. Guys, like I was telling you before, what I really love about Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda is it keeps my stomach in place. It's not like the beer that gives you like that gut, you know, feeling and that fullness. Keeps me nice and tight. And, you know, I got a dad bod. I got to keep, keep it, you know, keep it tight, guys. So it's great for the summer. I love it. The summer is going to be around for another two, you know, two months. So I can't wait for my other variety pack to come in, guys. Um, I, I think we're getting all, all our listeners very thirsty right now. So to find a retailer who delivers these drinks right to your door, head over to BudLight.com to learn more. Bud Light Seltzer, the loudest flavors ever. Pero remember, enjoy responsibly, okay? 21 and over only. That's right, that's right. Yo, 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 it's alert, it's an alert. Yo, 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 this is an alert of the emergency Latinx, Latino, Latina, Latina broadcasting system. Yo, 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 there's a lot of news, yo. Oh, damn. Latinos are in the news, we got a lot to talk about. Hi. Good news. Bad news. De to, de to. I need it to be like an alert 
more than like a yo. You know what I mean? It's hot. It's, it's like, hot. It's a it's yo hot. alert. So yo, <laughs> it's a yo alert. I hope you're alert. This learn. is an alert going out. Everybody get comfortable. We have a lot to talk about. Yep. This is mm. the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Hi, I'm your friend, your amiga. We have a lot to report on. I'm just going to get right to it. I'm going to talk fast. Is this too fast? Can I? I'm, I'm no. gonna, all right. I'm going to keep it like, I'm, I'm not going to go micro machines guy on you, but you know, mm -hmm. remember micro machines guy? Wow. That was crazy, right? Okay. <laughs> Five p listeners that get that reference. <laughs> Shout out I'm to that them. Old. You don't remember the micro machines? I don't even know what he used to say. Oh, I do. I know. I know that reference because I'm like a nerd. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, I heard the millennials some... get it. All right. Well, Google, anyway, Google Rachel... the micro machines commercials from like what is it, 80s, 90s? Anyway, we have lots to get to. I'm your friend Rachel La Loca. Who else is here? Quickly, quickly. I'm your favorite caballero, James. Yo, yo, what's going on? It's Frank Nibs up from the Heights. You know how we do. Wow, guys, should we just start? First of all, she's married. I, there we go. I, who? 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 She, I'm not gonna. Uh, Jennifer. Good. Formerly known, formerly known as Jennifer Lopez, and now known as official Jennifer Affleck. She changed her name. Yeah, what? she changed oh it. My wow, God. that's huge. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. She took out the Lopez. Focus on the mental. She's Lopez. She's Lopez-less. <laughs> She's Lopez. <laughs> wow, and she couldn't even hyphenate. She didn't want to go Lopez Affleck. Damn, she, she was using her middle name. Um, I don't know her middle name, but she was like Jennifer Blank and Affleck. So she's still using her middle name, which I don't, uh, we have to look that up. But um, she took out the Lopez. Oh, Yo, she must love this dude, bro. Smokes. Well, I mean, it's been, it's almost like a movie, like their romance, right? Like, you know, it, it, it was hot and heavy when they were younger. But then, like, the celebrity was, the, the, the light was too, flashing too hard on them. <laughs> and they had to, they had to, you know, separate, live their lives, have kids. And, and then they found each other again. Dang. It's very, very romantic when you I think really about love it. that you think about it that way and all the romantic, uh, <laughs> you know, the harps playing. Until they, until they, until they, until they divorce. Right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> then it's like, oh, come I on, y'all. I'm not trying to be the unromantic one here because I love romance. I'm very romantic with myself these days, you know? Um, but <laughs> I do think that in some instances where this pattern has prevailed, I've just seen it's like, okay, we love each other, we cool, but let's just make sure that this is it. Like, you know, I'm gonna go do my thing How many, real quick, and, and then they came back to each other, you know, like, okay, yeah. the grass was not greener. Perhaps, perhaps, right. you know, perhaps. How many rings she has all together now? Yo, son. She's like, they know, she has, uh, she has more rings than Brady, too, oh, I think, right? <laughs> She's like, she has like six. Well, no, she has like six. Well, she's been married like six or seven times already. Uh, I mean, you know, I think, look, I think uh, both of them, I think the one thing that you can say is that probably both of them are in a good um, age right Ooh, now yes. to kind of say like, yo, this is the one. Because, you it. know, when you're a celebrity, like you think you're in your 20s for a while like you're acting like you're in your 20s until like your your early 50s or whatever you know what I mean because you just you there's no rules you're above the law almost right um and now it's like JLo's like 50 50 what 52 or something Affleck's about to be 50 I think they're in the right age where it's like y'all need to calm down if you're, if you're gonna get married now like keep it that way you know and if you're gonna if you're if you're gonna cheat 
or or have you know just uh, do the Will Smith Jada agreement mm. and be like, look, yeah, we're gonna do it. I like we're that. gonna I like stay that together, yep. and we'll have our secret rendezvous. Yeah, I like that. Open shit. relationship, like that. but poly, poly, poly we don't want to see another jet. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Polly, Polly. Yeah, we don't want to see another divorce. Because that is what you, <laughs> what you do, I guess. You get I did something wrong. No, not the, <laughs> no, no Rammy. Oh. But I, I like that poly thing, that poly life. Poly I know you know you have multiple. Yes, that, that, that. I like that. That's cool. Because it's, it's not cute after a certain age. Like Clooney settled down, you mm-hmm. know, and, and he's he looks like he's happy. But look at somebody like Brad Pitt. I'm pretty sure Brad Pitt's turning sixty. Wow. I'm sure he's like, man, I need I need to settle down, man. Like, cause cause yo, but he got like you know, eight, the, how many kids he has? Like like ten kids with uh, with Angelie. How many I mean, kids he adopted? All of them. Yeah, adopted. Not that they're like, but like you know, there's not all his spawn, right? right? So he's probably like, yo, Angelina, you keep them, okay? Yeah, well, we don't really hear. <laughs> about I need them. to find. I need to find <laughs> a new love. <laughs> about them kids no more you know them kids was all nah, over. he threw them to the, he threw them aside after he after they broke up Bendito. he just flicked them to the side Bendito. he don't even talk about them no those poor children no he was an alcoholic and i probably was because of all those damn kids that he, that he adopted <laughs> right he, like, he had one from like, every yeah. he had one from every country angelina how many teepees are we gonna put in this house seriously it's too much <laughs> I'm sure he was yeah. like, yo, Angelina, really? Again? Do you, don't you think we have enough? Like, Yeah, like two like, two Asian kids, two two African kids, two, I don't know, he had like two from everywhere. Like, well, Angelina, was she one of the, she was one of the ones that started that, like, you know, no, Madonna maybe started it, but basically oh. like these white actresses, you know, uh, adopting ethnic, you know, babies from across the world. And hey, that's more power to them. You know, I think um, Charlize does it. Sandra Bullock did it. Mm-hmm. But it became a thing where it was like, this is too much of a thing. Yeah. All these white actresses that are doing this. It's like, I don't know. It's almost like, yeah, I understand they're your kids. You love them. But it's also like, there's a little bit of like subconscious trending aspect to it. Yep. Where it just got too trendy. Right. And, well, well um, thank you. Thank you, anyway, Sally yeah. Struthers. For for paving the way, <laughs> but did she adopt? I think she just fed them and broke out. <laughs> She's like, "Yo, give them some food, and then I gotta go because um, my sad contract says I only I'm only supposed to be here for two Yo, days." Send send the cost of a cup of coffee, and then send me the ticket because I'm out of here. I'm flying home I'm tonight. This is a non-union. Too many flies here. I'm out of here. This is a non-union commercial, okay? So. Yo. Oh, my God. Okay, so, I, I mean, look, we're, we're happy Wait. about this, right? Yeah. We're, we're happy. happy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's and good shout out me. to them. They did it in Vegas. Yeah. Like, oh, real quick. I like that. Okay. In and out. Bam, bam. Thank you, man. Nice, yeah. nice. Okay. And um, I'm pretty sure because Ben probably spent all that money on the ring. He was like... Yo, the wedding gotta be. I'm not. I'm not paying for a big ass wedding because that ring costs like twelve million dollars. Yeah, oh he said not the, for the second time. He said no way. Damn. Word. Okay. Nah. It's uh, about yo. The another love. news. And I hope so. Another news. Your boy uh, Ricky Martin, bro. He ain't looking too good, man. Oh boy. Ricky looking bad. So th- who's my who's boy? Oh man, wait a yeah, minute. I, I thought he was your boy. I don't know about that. <laughs> no. I don't know. No, I'm man. upside down oh. and inside out about this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, it's allegedly okay, so like Jamie said. We don't know if it's, it's true. It's alleged, and we don't want to like, uh, you know, we don't want to go jump to conclusions. Um, but Ricky Martin allegedly is living la, la vida grossa. Oh, um, <laughs> <I know that laughs> yeah. because 
Come anyway, on. There's allegations of that he had a Ricky Martin had a sexual relationship with his nephew. Damn. Now I think it's uh, a nephew from his sister in law, so it's not blood nephew, but okay, not that bad. Still, still nasty yeah. if it's true. Wow. And and the nephew I think was like 21 at the time, so you know, young but of age. Um, I don't know though. Wow. This is this seems like weird. This I'm pretty sure all Rick, Ricky Martin fans are loyal, like they're cultish, you know, kind of like like Beyonce fans. So. A lot of them are already like, yo, this this nephew is trying to get money from right. Ricky Martin. Mm. And he's and yeah, they're already on that tip. Wow. And it, which might be true. And then other people are just like, this if this is true, this is some this he's going to jail for a while. Cause Shit. in Puerto Rico, I think it's like a hundred <gasps> years Damn. for for something oh. like that. They should um, put him in they should put him in jail here with with R. Kelly. Yo, who just got hits, man. 30 years, R. Kelly. Damn. Wow. They'll make some good hits together in there, you know? Yeah. Damn, poor, poor know, Ricky. Look, poor Ricky. Ricky, I mean, the Menudo documentary just came on HBO Max. Wow. And there was some stuff in that which showed that um, Ricky might have been abused, you know, uh, abused oh, no um, during that time. But the person who allegedly abused him, he's still cool with. Wow. So hmm. that was a little bit of a controversy. And um, But look, his attorney's saying... Ricky has, has, of course, never been and would never be involved in any kind of sexual or romantic relationship with his nephew. So they're, they're denying it, of course. But we don't know. But it's just kind of like it sucks for an icon, a Latino icon, uh, it, to be accused of this, whether it's true or not. It's just icky. Ricky has never been icky. You know, <laughs> this is the first time our boy Ricky, to use your word, is acting icky or maybe acting yeah. icky, allegedly icky. So of course it's hurt. And it just, Eso duele. Conchole. And I hope I just hope it wasn't sticky, oh, you know. God. Oh, yeah, shit, and I hope nobody pulled out their oh, dicky, you know, because oh, man, because yeah, Jamie. things are definitely gonna wow. get tricky. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sounds very yeah, freaky. Freaky. <laughs> I try with freaky. To, to, you yeah. know. Um, right. Wow. Okay. Let's see where it goes. Let's see where it goes because we don't have enough information no, we yet. And we'll, we're going to continue to talk about it here on Latinos Out Loud. That's for sure. When there's breaking uh, sticky, icky, Ricky news. I want to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to believe that Ricky, he bang, he doesn't bang. Oh, bang. man. Wow. You know? Hopefully he doesn't bang his, his, his sobrino. <laughs> You know, wow. that is so you know, like out of all people, not even like a third cousin, it had to be a nephew. That's that's <laughs> so like, bad. That, you know what I mean? Like that's if it was a cousin, all Latinos would be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, it that happens bad. <laughs> in our community. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, los primos se primen, you know. The yeah, primos but you don't, primen, but you like don't do that subete a mi moto stuff with your sobrino, yo. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't care how sexy your nephew is, all right? right? Oh man, oh <laughs> man, he's gonna get. <laughs> uh, no, no, but um, that's messed up. That's messed up. But I, I, let's, you know, let's let's thoughts and mm. prayers um to the people that are in the to the either the accused or the falsely accused, right? Um, let's see where it goes. Anyways, the last uh kind of Latin tinged story uh that was in the news um actually was the um 
the president's uh, Jill wife. Biden. Hey, I heard right? about that, man. Jill Biden kind of put her. What the hell? Her, what was that her about? Foot in her mouth. Yeah. How the, f- how the hell she make those kind of comments? Okay, so we got to tell people what the comments are because not everybody yeah. watches the news. Um, so she, you know, Jill Biden was criticized. She was trying to like talk about, you know, how Latinos offer, you know, a lot to the to the world, diversity and all this stuff. Um, so she kind of was, you know, she kind of was throwing out, you know, the, you know, the blossoms in, you know, Colombia. I don't know, something like that. The bodegas in New York. And then she ended it with, and of course the breakfast tacos in San Antonio. Um, and a lot of people took offense to that because they were like, yo, Jill, like, yo, Latinos are not all about breakfast tacos. Like, <laughs> you couldn't think of anything else that the Latino community has has given to the world, you know, to, to the to the United. Like, we've we offer so much. And the only thing your speechwriter could come up with was breakfast tacos in San Antonio. Like, <laughs> bodegas. I mean, what the hell? Like, you know, what was she? What if she? If she would have kept talking. She probably would have been like, you know, and the housekeeping in Beverly Hills, and <laughs> and the, the mold cleaners of of Miami. You know, it's like someone stop her quickly. Well, okay, so, the only thing know, I will say in her yeah. defense is, okay, San Antonio, having spent a lot of time there and knowing people like author Mando Rayo, who wrote a book about breakfast tacos and breakfast burritos, yeah. and he's from Austin <clears throat> and San Antonio, excuse me, I think his book is called um, The United Tacos of America. Check it out. Ooh. He also had a show uh, that I was on about tacos. So, like, the taco game is serious, and it's real serious in San Antonio. So, shout out to everybody in Texas and San Antonio. So, if that speechwriter was a San Antonio local, I mean, yes, that was thinking a little, like, taco ethnocentric of them. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to think a little more macro for the contributions that Latinos in this country have been putting forth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pero, Rachel, you said those tacos. You said those tacos are good. Yo, breakfast tacos are a thing out there, like a thing, thing, mm. like a thing, thing. Okay. You know, like breakfast tacos, like one thing on the brunch menu here in New York. It's usually huevos rancheros or, or something like mm-hmm. that with a taco. No, I think there's like multiple, if I remember correctly, like multiple variations, and they take their tacos very seriously. Check out the United okay. Tacos of America and my friend Mando Rayo. You will see what I'm talking about. And maybe Maybe we should insert the audio for our listeners. Do you guys think we should do that? Let's listen to it right now. We'll add it in this part and then we'll come back. The diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Okay, so there it is. It, it, it's not so bad. I mean, look, Latinos, lo- you know, uh, love to get up in arms about stuff like this. Uh, but I think they're more angry at the overall kind of like how politicians see Latinos, right? It's right. like they do, they don't, they try to pander to the Latino right. voters, right. but they do the minimal research. They like, they know nothing really about and and this is kind of you would even think from a democratic mm. from a democrat um that they would be a little bit more kind of 
I don't know, like sensitive uh, to those n- things. Not as obvious with their their information. Again, it's like people think that she's comparing Latinos to like breakfast tacos. Like it's just one of those <laughs> things. It just it sounds like you don't know uh, who you're talking about. You should get more information. And as far as Democrats, like this is a, like a, a Republican started pouncing on this. Wow, it sounds like, like a Republican people, like Ted thing, Cruz, right? Ted Cruz was all up on this. Like, he's like Johnny Latino, you know? Uh. I mean, he was like the Latino police all of a sudden when really he would call the police first thing once he would, if he saw a Latino in his neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. So, and, and he, but he was like, oh my goodness, Joe Biden, the breakfast tacos, really? And it makes them, so it's like these politicians always, like on both sides, need to basically educate themselves more on what Latinos have, you know, given to the United States as a whole and, and talk to us um, a little bit more, you know, intelligently mm. and not as kind of like stereotype, stereotypes that stereotypical, you know, things that pop up because, you know, Despacito, you know, Despacito. remember when Biden came yeah. out to oh, Despacito God. and one of his voting things in Miami? <laughs> Like it's it's that type of pandering that people are are tired of with politicians in general, not just with Joe Biden. I think she just got caught up in it because it just it happened recently. But I don't I don't think it's just her. It's it's, it's every politician. So yo, do your homework. Facts. Do your homework on the culture. Yo, and, y'all. and hire Facts. the right people. Those that know the you know the ways of Latino life. You know what I'm saying. Those that can tie into the culture and speak to it authentically. We out there. This speechwriter's out there. Just like Jamie said, yep. do your homework, yo. Shoof. Do your homework. But now I'm in the mood for Ooh, a breakfast yeah. taco. San Antonio's um. calling my name lately. I don't know. We need to go to San Antonio. Okay, so that was, like we said, there's a lot of news, kind of exhausting. Um, and um, I think we're, we're, we're very close to um, listening to our interview our first interview because this is a special episode uh we have multiple interviews wow today Jam-packed. rachel what is going I on told here you guys from jump street there's a lot of latino stuff about this episode there's a lot being baked <laughs> in here i understand it's like un sancocho okay yep. it's like cuatro golpes it's not even tres you know, there's Damn, a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going straight to the bathroom. <laughs> it's like the chimney and yes. the churri. Yes. Jeez. It's the, it's the patacón pisao. You know what I mean? It's a little bit of everything here at Latinos Out Loud. Um, so, yeah. Okay. The interviews. So I'm really excited about oh, oh, all of them, but I love interviewing kids. Guys, you see my Instagram story. I often interview my own kids. Uh, <laughs> yep, I see that. <laughs> you know, yeah. They're little. Jamie, what? They're little Instagram and Facebook celebrities like right now. My little minions, like, you know, like the movie. I love that they just keep coming back for more, you know? <laughs> okay, what do you want us to do now? And I'm like, okay, you are a happy dog dancing merengue. Go. Like, I give them these scenarios <laughs> and they're having so much fun. Anyway, I got to talk to some more kids. I got to talk to some more talented kids, I should say. Um, And that's just one of the interviews that we have baked in. I mean, should we get to that one first, you guys? 
Yeah, let's do that one because now you already okay, built okay, it up. Okay, right. Okay. So you guys, for, let me just interview. Like, let me uh, not interview. <laughs> let me just like build it up a little bit more uh, and and um, introduce the interview. That's the word I'm looking for. Okay. So these kids, they were so cute and their energy was so amazing. I had the pleasure of interviewing two of the new stars of Santiago of the Seas, which is Ooh. an incredible animated series. Uh, it's been around, but there's some new voices now behind the series. So I got to sit down and kick it with Mason Vasquez and Dean Vasquez, who, guess what? They're cousins in real life. Wow. They're I was going to ask that. Oh, like they're in real life, and they play cousins That's... on the show. It's incredible. What? Yes. Now, that's incredible. You may wow. recognize Mason's voice, okay, who plays the voice of Tomas Gaviota, Santiago's cousin and first mate. This is all about, you know, the seas and um, uh, right. pirates. I don't know if there's pirates, but it's about the seas and, um, you know, they're, they're on ships and stuff. And uh, you may know his voice uh, or remember him as Miggy from the movie In the Heights. Mm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. He was in the Heights. He's currently in fourth grade. Oh, my God. He's just an amazing, amazing Ecuadorian, Dominican, and Puerto Rican heritage. Yeah, right? And then his cousin, Dean, is the new voice of Santiago. Santi. Wow. He's the new voice Holy of smokes. Santiago of Santiago of the Seas. Um, and you may know him. He was alongside Anthony Ramos in the latest Transformer movies, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Wow. Oh, so that's coming up in the future. Damn. So he's going to probably get more yeah. big from that because that's going to be a big time it's going to be These a big time. These kids are song. incredible. He's in the eighth grade and is Puerto Rican and Ecuadorian. And I was really just excited to hear about their love for being Latinos. These little Latinos, they're so filled with big culture um, and big nice. pride. And I had a really good nice. time talking to them. So I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did. I really did. And check out Santiago of the Seas. Here it is. It is so nice to meet you, Mason and Dean Scott Vasquez. Hello. I'm so honored to be with you two little people right now. Because um, usually I have big people on my podcast. And this is the Latinos Out Loud podcast. If you're Latino, let me hear you say, Wepa! Wepa! Mason and Dean, tell me all about the fun you're having on Santiago of the Seas. We have so much fun on Santiago. So much fun. fun. Enthusiastic, positive character. It's great to influence others, to, ha to be respectful and to be kind and to just have like a positive outlook on life, you know? And to teach them the Latino power. Oh, you guys are at the right place because we are Latino and we are loud here on Latinos Out Loud. You two are so talented. First of all, congratulations. This Thank must you. be so exciting for both of you. So you play Santiago and Tomas, who are cousins on the show. And let me guess, you cousins in real life. How did that happen? Talk to me. What is the, the, the chances? Dios. Gracias, Dios. It's... <laughs> I, yo, I don't even know how to explain this. It's it's like a 1% chance a cousin in real life and a cousin and a show can come together. I know. It's like a 1% chance. 
it's probably less than a 1% chance, right? I don't know the math. Are you, are you guys good at math? Because I am not, sadly. I can learn. I, I love math, you know? <laughs> okay. I have some questions for you kids, okay? Now, to me, being on a show that really celebrates our Latino pride and heritage is really phenomenal. It's really amazing. I want to know how you guys feel about the influence that you're going to have on other children watching this show. Tell me about that. It feels amazing. I, I really love it because, you know, I just want to inspire people and tell people how our culture is and that we're fun people, that we enjoy life and that we respect one another. Every single culture, we respect every culture and that we're fun, we, our music, our food, our joy in life is very beautiful, you know? Mm -hmm. And how do you feel about that, Mason? I just feel so inspired that I'm gonna teach people the Latino way. So I just feel like so inspired in that knowing that kids are gonna hear our voices out loud. And I just feel that so, I just feel so inspired. I see what you did there, adding the out loud. I would like to offer you to be a co-host on this show, if you would accept. <laughs> um, okay. I know we're- I accept. Okay, I'll talk to your, your people. I'm sure you've got a lot of people on your team. Okay, we'll work that out. But you guys, your voices are phenomenal. I want to hear about the process. So tell us what it was like recording the voices and being voice actors, period. Explain that to us. Being voice actors are like, it's very fun. Like we have all the equipment in front of us and our mic is in front of us. And um, it's great because we have the Zoom, we get to see everybody, the producers, the directors, the sound guys. And the process is really cool. So what we do, we have like three takes and we need to like get on our game on the three takes because we need to make it really nice for them so they can um, choose one and they can choose one and then they can have alts. So that's great. Okay, now this show, correct me if I'm wrong, is there Spanish and English, a Spanglish in the show? Yep. <laughs> now, to me, kids, I talk Spanglish cada dia. I just did it right there without even realizing. Do you also speak Spanglish at home? What do you speak at home? I speak English, but sometimes the Spanish comes out of me. And how about you, Dean? The same? Yeah, it's um, same. Yeah, you have a little bit of español. You know I, mean? I see, I see. <laughs> I'm yeah. a, um, a percussionist, so like we really keep up our tradition by playing the timbales, bongos, congas. He's a really good conguero. You should hear him play. Guys too. He plays guys too, right, mate? Dean, I see, I see it in your blood. You're also a good percussionist. Wow, you guys are both multi-talented. Uh, you were both in in the heights, so your careers are very parallel. Meaning, you guys are really on on these same paths together as family. I love this so much. Tell us about your experience working on In the Heights and maybe you can tell us how far you've come since working on that production. We've come far. We come really far. We um getting in the heights was like a dream come true 
and it was a really big deal. It was a really big deal. Me and it was so much fun. Wait, Mason, you can explain it. So, (laughs) basically, our parents set up this, like, little thing, so they went to Dunkin' Donuts, apparently. Ooh, DD's official, okay? And they put a note, they slipped a note in saying that, you guys got, you both guys got in the Heights and I was, and, uh, and, and I was like, why are we, we, why are we here? What, what's happening? You know, we were so confused. And then we started <laughs> touching the walls. We, uh, we started touching the walls. We started jumping from the couch. We opened that box. We were like, ah, and the cameras were flashing and we were like, oh my goodness, we got in the Heights. You know? Wow. And Antonio Ramos is such a great guy, you know? He's very so is Lennon Miranda, literally. Man, I love him. We love him too. He's been on this show before too, just like you. That all rhymed bars. Um, but yes, Lynn Manuel was on the show and we support his career and everything he's doing for the Latino community. What I love about you too is I can see the pride right now, even through this Zoom. I love that you're so proud of being Latino. And I also love that you speak Spanglish. Do you know why, kids? Because you're keeping the culture alive. You're doing such important work through your acting through everything you do in show business and now I know you're young and you've only been doing this for a few years but do you guys have some advice for other people out there looking to do the same thing that you are doing just pursue your dreams keep looking forward never look back don't doubt yourself feel positive about yourself yeah definitely um always like always work hard because you know acting is not easy because we have to study our lines for hours and get and get in preparation into our characters especially for and delve in you know really delve into your characters especially for me and Dean's age like it's not easy working at our age how old are you guys because I feel like I'm talking to two 45 year olds how old are you I'm 10 what 14 and 10 you got are you sure let me yeah. see your ID. You guys must have driver's licenses. You're definitely over 18 the way you're talking right now. My goodness. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for doing everything that you're doing. You are two rays of light and I wish you both nothing but the best. And I would love for you to come back to Latinos Out Loud one day. Yes. Uh, the, yes. the last thing I would love for you to tell everybody is give them some words of encouragement and why they should watch Santiago of the Seas. You should watch Santiago of the Seas because you're going to see the dancing, you're going to see the food, you're going to see the Caribbean culture, the bongo. <laughs> you're going to see everything. You're going to see Tomas, my amazing cousin. You're going to see Santiago. Yeah. All those people you can even imagine in the show. Oh, Mason and Dean Vasquez, thank you so much. God bless you both and to your God families. Play us out with the Congos. Let's go. Let's Ready? go. Mason, you're going to dance with me? Vamos a bailar. Vámonos. Ready?
best interviews I have ever conducted for the Latinos Out Loud podcast. I want to thank you both again. Mwah, un montón de besos. And God bless you both. Thank God you. Bless you. Bye. Bye. So much. Thank you. Latinos okay, out- I'm going to. What? Give us a drop. Yeah, give us some Latinos Out Loud drops. Go ahead. Latinos Out Loud. Woo! Latinos Out Loud! I'm dying. You guys are dead. I, I had to tear up a little before because you both are amazing. You're amazing. I'm so proud of you both. I know we don't know each other, but I just love what you're doing for our community. Keep it up, guys. Keep up the good work. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, Bye queridos. Cuídense. Okay, you guys, what did I tell you? Did you not love that? Wow. Isn't that adorable? Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, they're uh, future future Hollywood stars. stars. Yes. Wow. They got a rep. They got a rep for us. They got a no pressure, kids, <laughs> but you know, we need some more A-listers. So, like, you know, you got your work cut out for you. Like, so let's well do this. So spoken and so fun and vibrant. A big shout out to Mason and Dean Vasquez and their families for going along the journey and pushing them and bringing them yeah. to where they are and, and beyond and, and continuing to elevate them. Their children. It's rough. And they're just there's so many stories to be told as Latinos and even from the youth, even from the young POV. I, I love this cartoon right. because yeah. of that. And I can't wait for my kids to watch more because we already watched Santiago of the Seas. Um, oh, you guys watched it already. Oh, Benji kids watched loves it, too? it. Benji loves it because wow. there's very few animated series out there that really touch on, you know, the cultural hot points of being Latino. Right. And shows like that and shows like Alma's Way, uh, you know, Dora and Diego, all those shows that celebrate right. being Latino and more so Alma's Way in Santiago being your more contemporary Latino. I think it's so important. Rachel and Sue, you were you were in a, an animated Latino I am. Show. I still, I play the voice of mom, as you guys know, on the Tuttle Twins, which is based on a very popular book series called the Tuttle Twins, but that featured a white family, a non-Latino family. So in the animated series, the family is Latino, multicultural. So I'm really, I'm nice. also, it, it gives me such honor to 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 convey the pride and and the and the Spanglish and just you know <laughs> I like when they do that I like when they a lot of people don't like it where like when when they do a remake and they just they just change what used to be like a, a oh, white like one day at cast. a time right mm-hmm. right or like even like Father of the right. Bride they did that recently and um some people think that it's like, yo, but we got our own stories to tell. But it's also like, that's Hollywood. Hollywood's all about remakes and repackaging. So there's a place for that too. Like not everybody, not there's like, and it becomes an original kind of story because the Latinos make it different. So I don't know why some people, when they see a remake and it's like, why you got to do a remake for Latinos? Why can't you do an original story? Well, because it becomes a different story. I think there's place for both. But I don't think you necessarily have to hate. And I never, I haven't seen Father of the Bride, so I don't, I don't really care about the movie itself. I'm talking about, you know, remakes are for everybody. So mm. I, I actually like it when it's like, yo, you know what? How about we do the the Latino version of this? You know, they did like a Latino Back to the Future. I'd be like, oh shit, I gotta see 
I gotta see fucking Puerto Rican Marty McFly, yo. <laughs> you know. So, anyways, that was a little rant, but I, I do like that that the show that you were on um, was something like that, right? They they flipped it and made it unique, more yeah, unique. I think to your point, if I could just piggyback real quick, yes, we have our own stories, but I think sometimes the stories are very common, uh, whether you're white, Latino, you know, it doesn't matter, mm -hmm. but. In telling those Any, stories yeah. through the filter of being Latino, it's a different story. It's a different experience. Mm. Not all of us have been through the same struggles or, or history. Some of us got to this country before others. We can get into that all day. But I, for, for one, I for one love when we see a show like that that's remade through the lens of being Latino or, or being anything different than what the original was. But I think you guys should check out Santiago of the Seas on Nickelodeon. It's a really great show. And uh, let's congratulate and celebrate all of this amazing Latino talent. They're so young to be so big. Flex. And yo, that Lopez, I mean, that Vasquez family yes. is talented. I hope to see more and more of the Vasquezes. Um, the Vasquezes. Right? Now, you, uh, Rachel, you were talking about the lens, looking ourselves at, at, through the lens. Um, and, and our Ooh. next guest is actually looking, uh, she's a part of a festival that is all about looking at, you know, Latinos and, and anybody else really, um, who wants to just film through a lens, but a, a very small Word. lens, because this is not a, like a regular festival, right? I just mm -hmm. want to compliment you on your segue skill. Um, before we get into this, like, Sasha point of this episode, uh, I just want to say that that was lovely. That was lovely. You know, we, we celebrate good segues here, the <laughs> lens and the lens, and now we're talking about the yeah, lens and the, the film small... festival. Wow! Yeah, Jamie! Wow. So, and this is, like I said, a very small lens <laughs> because um, this is, we're talking about the New York Mobile, Mobile Film Festival. festival. Uh, and this is all, this festival is all about showcasing movies shot on Can mobile devices. It? Yep. It's, this is 2022. This Can is the you future. Believe right? it? it is the future. Uh, and so we have, our guest is Sasha Inoa. Inoa? Inoa. Um, and she's a friend of the show. She's a friend of, uh, each of us. And so, um, we know her on a personal level, but we're also proud that she's doing something like this, which is. Uh, just a great idea for a festival. Again, it's for everyone, you know, diversity, but anyone who has a phone and wants to shoot something cool yeah. on the phone. And again, um, uh, this, this people are doing some amazing, amazing work. Amazing. And uh, you don't have to take my word for it. You guys actually went yes. to the festival. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah. this interview was done before the before the festival. Um, we're airing it after, but, and we kind of knew that already uh, while we were doing the interview that it was going to air after, but, um, Rachel and Frank actually can give you, uh, you know, their personal kind of, um, review of being in the festival. I mean, Frank, I mean, you start, Ray, you, Rachel, I don't know, you, yeah, just, you kick it off, I'll jump in, you know me. Well, first of all, it was in a beautiful theater and, uh, off of 57th, I believe, or 56th yes. Street and uh, 6th Avenue. The Dolby Avenue. Theater. Uh, Dol okay. Yeah, it was amazing. Ooh. I mean, the seats, Rachel, seats in Ooh, there, amazing. Chilling. And it was sponsored. 
It was sponsored. One of the main sponsors was, my, um, I believe it was Microsoft, yes. right? One of the main sponsors. So the seats were very Microsoft? <laughs> yeah, very Microsoft. <laughs> yes, the seats were scanning my butt and then gave me a report on my nutrition and like oxygen count in my blood. I'm like, wow, these Microsoft people really know how to do it. It's incredible. Oh, but I mean, there was a representative there from Microsoft and he really went in depth how this, the mobile film industry is going to really, really kick off, you know, with the metaverse and all these other new technologies and apps that are coming out, these editing apps. I mean, he really, really went in. So this is, I mean, and, the, and they play some of the films and the films look incredible. Incredible. So they look really, 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 really good. So now, now some of these, and we were talking about like Sasha about this, like some of these, they actually put a real professional lens on the phone. Yes, they do. Some people, some people, you know, they spend money right. and add to the phone. Right. They have the other people are just are just doing it straight up from their phone, like without any added things. Right. right. They have these. I mean, you can go online. You can see them. They have these particular lenses that go on the phone. So it doesn't matter what millimeter that you're looking for. They have these actual lenses now. And the, and, the, and, the, and the editing features that they have on the phones now, you can edit on your phone now. So it was great. It was nice seeing Sasha up there. That was amazing, you know. Um, very, very, and did a very, very good, well, very, very, very good, good job. Were so, y'all inspired to maybe enter the festival so next year? With a phone film of your own. Mm. Rachel's like, I gotta get my, um, I, I gotta get my phone, like, updated, <laughs> but once I do that... You got an Android, dude. <laughs> you gotta do... <laughs> that says it all, man. <laughs> hey, Android got good cameras, too. Come they do, on, they man. do. Their oh, camera hey. features are good. They are. I, I think, true. you know, watching the films was really inspiring especially the subject matter again we we just interviewed someone that comes to mind um about like using the arts to maybe answer or or put theories out here out there to some of the unanswered questions about what happens as soon as you die for example and that was my favorite film oh. frank and i believe that that right, film that won best short it was called tiempo time yeah, it was very... That one yeah. really... Re it just... It was so powerful. That blew my mind. Uh, it was so powerful. One, uh, it was one of those... And we see these types of films a lot, right? Where, you right. know, you you die and then, you know... To the, the other, other side. side. And you're, you're, you know, like at the river or at like the point of crossing yeah. to the other side. But then somebody shows up and, you know, sometimes it's like, you know... Um, you know, uh, whoever it is playing God shows up and gives you the second chance. And that's sort of what this yeah. film was. Uh, and that's a very poor way of describing the film, but I don't want to give it away. I, I think you guys should go check it out. Um, it's called Time, Tiempo, and uh, it just makes you ask so many questions, which I think like also the arts or like good films, TV, they should leave you with some questions, right? Um, mm -hmm. right and always. then also like, just you you think about the videos that you shoot on your phones and i don't know about you i was like wait a minute i think i got films in my phones or in my phone already like you do we, we all, do. all do right like of course so of many course. of our friends right now are putting together these incredibly like amazing reels on instagram every reel that i watch i'm like this is a film i'm watching a short film and like you know shout out yeah. to black rose like black rose be putting these clips together in like three milliseconds i'm like you just put together a short film on your instagram reel i don't know how you did that um 
Yeah. But anyway, if if you really like, you know, hone in on the efficiency and the how to's, you can produce some really incredible, incredible films like we saw at the New York Mobile Film Festival. So yo, shout out to Microsoft yeah. Film Freeway was also a sponsor of the Dolby Theater. Um, and then our friend Sasha killing it up there doing the Q&A. Uh, and yeah, it was awesome. Right? It was really great to be invited to something yeah. different. And then the after party was at the Hilton, like two blocks yes. away, which Rachel dragged me to. Um, great <laughs> and time. And everybody was at that point. Everybody was like, no phones, no phones. <laughs> or, you know, let's go to the bathroom and make a New York Mobile Film Fest movie. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. Oh. I'm just kidding. That's that another happen. festival. What That's are you talking festival. about? That's another festival. <laughs> wow. Yes. And we had fun That's hanging at the Hilton. Come on. When do you, when do you Rachel, hang at the Hilton? Rachel, why is always so... Rachel, why is someone always talking to you like for like 20 minutes and then I ask you, who are they? And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. There was this girl, Jamie, talking to Rachel like for 20 minutes. Like that was her, Rachel, she, she looked like she knew Rachel for years. After she's done, I'm like, Rachel, who is she? Rachel's like, I don't know, Frank. I don't know what it is. People like to just unload their lives on me, you know, or, or tell me deep, dark secrets. Uh, and this girl, she just she unloaded. And I was like, how am I going to like close the gates? I have to open the gates. I, she just unloaded some heavy stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, girl, you know, and I wanted to be welcoming. And then for what was that? Like, you know, what I'm saying then then we were just kicking it. Um, but what a story. Shout out to Frank. That's how, that's wow. when you got to come in, Frank. Yeah, and, and I tried. A, I mean, they look a, they a look friend. like they look like long and, lost friends. I was like, let me leave them alone. No, you know what I mean? Nah, they, they have a lot to talk about. To, you. Hey, I'm, I bet you if you caught eyes with Rachel at that she moment, gave me the she, look, she'd yeah. give you like a, a yeah, like a, she'd give <laughs> you like a little motion to be like, yo, save me. Um, think of an excuse. And you, and Frank's good at that too. I can see Frank be like, yo, uh, Rachel. Yeah. Yo, we got to go to that thing. Yeah, I got you the, next time, Rachel. Place. Just give me that look, uh, yo. You know, We're going to need a you know, keyword and, or know, something because you don't be looking my way for the cues. We're going to need to do it like an audible I just, I really, alert. I swear to God, I really, I really thought that I was like, well, a college team, a, a college a classmate or something. I was like, let me leave these girls alone. I got to think wow. of something. Shout out to Danny. Rachel, you can fake it. Yeah, yeah. You can fake it. Shout out to Danny Hastings. You're so amazing. <laughs> and it's like, Rachel, who's I that? Know. I don't know. I just met her like but two she's going ago. through something amazing. Good job. Yes, shout out to the amazing Danny Hastings, I who's in town. Yeah, he was in the house. Right. He was in the house. Yeah, he chilled yeah. with us. It was good fun. Right. It was fun. We got, we got uptown. Bill Johnson, uptown Bill, Billy, uptown Bill in the house. I haven't seen my oh, man wow. for for a minute, man. I haven't seen him for like, like five it. years. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's so, I I told you he's uh does cosplay. That's the whole nine's been in the game for a long, long time. Yeah, Jamie, I had yeah. a lot of questions when I heard that. Um, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it all. I guess it depends right. what cosplay. Oh, really? I mean, when I'm saying cosplay, I mean you know he wears the the uniforms, you know, the costumes and all that. He goes, yeah, but I get, but depending on what it is, though, you know. Oh, really? It gets it gets well, deeper than that. Well, no. I mean, there's different types of cosplay. Like, is it a, is it a cosplay on a, on movies? Is it sexual cosplay? No, he doesn't. So, I think he does. There's oh, different he, versions. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he does it on movies. He does it on movies, characters. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, my, okay. So, like, he likes to dress up, like, in, like, as what? Marvel characters or some shit? Lord of the Rings? I don't know, 
<laughs> because cosplay could be some freaky shit too. We're I just mean, like, no, oh, he, wow. nah, nah, he dresses as a woman sometimes too, so he you does know, that too. You know, he does a little. Like, see, that's yeah, Jamie. That was my first like instinctual reaction when when Frank introduced. Oh shit. He introduced this big black dude to me. And I was like, oh, hi. And he's like, yeah, uh, Bill does cosplay. And I was like, oh. And I'm thinking porn category cosplay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be specific. If it's like, yo, say what cosplay. Like, yo, I do Lord of the Rings cosplay. Like, then that's cool. But we need to know oh, what man. kind of this. I, oh, I messed him. up. I was like, "Did you like Japanese anime?" Like, what are you? Are you I like asked a uh, lot of questions? <laughs> you probably thought I was crazy. Do you like dress up just as animals? Some people just like dressing up as animals and stuff. Yo, he got stories, man. He dresses up. He has. He has. He furries. Oh, furries. furries. We talked yeah, about got that stories. here before. Yeah. <laughs> Well, damn! You guys, you guys told me something today. The cost, okay. I got, I got to watch my words. Okay. <laughs> so funny. Thanks for clearing it up, though. And so uh, here's Thanks, another guys. interesting moment of our conversation. Frank introduces him as you know, Uptown Bill who does cosplay, and Bill's like, "Do you want to see some of my work on Instagram?" And I was like, "Um." I was like, okay. Do you think that's appropriate in, in, to watch that in public? He's like, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, snap. Frank didn't. No wonder Rachel moved away. I was scared of what I was about to see oh. by your friend, Uptown Bill, on his Instagram. I was a little afraid. And they. And the name itself, Uptown Bill, right? I mean, Kinda. Yeah, the guy's a big black dude. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. He gets a lot of he gets a lot of offers for what do they call it? BB of stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> big black, yeah, oh, yeah. God. He gets a lot of yeah. He just he, he told oh. me he got an offer. Some guy wanted him to dress up as Black Panther. Right. And yeah, he wanted oh. them. He wanted him to dress as okay. Black Panther while he got the BB whatever. <laughs> so he tells me he gets well, <laughs> yeah. He gets a lot You're of we, um, we gotta get Uptown Bill. We gotta get Uptown Bill on 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 one on an episode. We gotta find out what's going well, on. We also have to get to this interview with Sasha, don't we? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, we we gotta get Uptown Bill, but we right now we have Sasha and Noah. You know why? And uh, she's she's the person that we we're gonna hear the interview for. Now yeah. you know. Uptown Bill gotta wait. You know, I... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys this is exciting okay we have yet another guest on the latinos out loud podcast tonight mm. for you um now, it, it could be daytime when you're listening to this but right now it is night and she makes the night look so much prettier she is a <laughs> director she lights up the room she, she does. It up. oh yeah she really does please welcome dominican american director producer and writer sasha inoa because you should have put that in your bio friend yeah, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. Latinos Out Loud room because we've known you for a long back ass time back in the time. days back in the days yo Oof. yo Frank you knew Sasha before me right who well, knew Sasha first she, let's uh, just get that out oh, the way I think I know her first yeah, I think Frank I think, I think you first. too yeah. yeah I think it's ja I think it's Frank Jamie Rachel 
Wow. Last Bye. place, Rachel. <laughs> I can't win them all. I can't win them all. Well, Rachel's the one who's been following up, so. Oh! oh first wow. place, Rachel. Oh, a little stab face. right there. In Oof. your face. In your face. <laughs> those, are those are those stabs that hurt. <laughs> this is what we do. We keep it real on the show. You know but what I'm saying? To know Sasha is to know that she will always come with that zinger. She's a, she's the mm-hmm. one that's like, she's very mm-hmm. witty and pretty. You got it all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Love you Look. guys. We're brushing up on 10 years of friendship, so. Yeah. At least, right? I think longer. I think longer. Yeah, with, I think with longer. Longer. it's been longer. But. Yeah, like oh. 15, maybe, like 15. 15. Frank's known everyone 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Even like, you know, 15 year olds. Yo, I knew you when you were born, yo. You know that, right? I know Frank years. I was 10, so there you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got it. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Is anybody nice. calculating? Yeah. No. Uh. You look great. You look great, girl. And you are doing so much. You are doing it. I mean, we I've been checking in with you, like you said, you know, but we that's also a female thing, especially nowadays. I don't know about you, Sasha, but I just been like hitting up homegirls and they've been hitting me up. Just to check in, especially since Roe v. Wade came Ooh, down the other yeah, day. Yeah, y'all, y'all getting together with that Roe v. Wade thing now, right? Oh, Listen, my God. Listen, government. Oh, boy. <laughs> you fuck with the wrong breed, Ooh. government. You mess with the wrong breed, okay? Uh, but anyway, I've been checking in on you. And, like, throughout the check-ins, you were doing work with Luis Jimenez. You out there, you was in videos, acting, mm. you writing, comedy. What? Girl. You're doing so much. Give us an update on what's going on in your life right now, because I also know you're a producer of a very unique festival. So catch us up. What's going on? So five years ago, there was a group of Latino producers that came together and realized that New York City didn't have a mobile film festival, even though mobile film festivals are common in other places of the world. So they came up with this brilliant idea of like, let's bring that opportunity here to New York City and then allow people from all over the world to submit and showcase their work. So the first year that the that the festival opened up, it had 1,100 submissions. Wow. Yes. And then this year, we got 1,000 submissions. And overall, throughout the five years, we've received a total of 8,000 submissions. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So this was untapped, an untapped market right here. Wow. Jamie, wow. super untapped. Super so that, wow. explain to us. So this is just for films or media created from a cell phone? Right. So we have about, it's like five categories. We have a short films category. We have a student films category. We have a category that is New York themed. So if you Ooh. came to New York City and you shot some some content about New York City and it looked good and it was in 4K, you can submit it. And, you know, there's a possibility that you might make it as a, as an, a, as an official selection on the... Um, on the film festival. Yo, Frank, some of Frank's we like uh, um, Instagram lives. He could yeah, just, I think he I could could just get in. I got cut some that good together and that's a New York film. But anyway, Those are movies Sasha. right there, Frank. Washington Heights movies. Yes. Yeah. And then we also we also um, accept music videos and content create, creation. And wow. it's pretty much just because it's so expensive to make. I've been in the film industry for almost 15 years. And it, and I understand how expensive it is to go and rent an Alexa. You know, I've, I've actually done the budget breakdowns for actual productions. And I know how expensive it is to get a Venus cam, you know, kit. They go for like $23,000. 
You know what I'm saying? You need a sound person, you need a light person, you need props and whatnot. However, this platform was created to give the opportunity to artists and creatives to take their phone out, do what they need to do, light up their, you know, light up their sets and submit. So it's pretty much a stepping stone towards bigger productions. Sasha, is this, do you think this is going to be the future? Because, I mean, the quality of the cameras, the 4K, like you mentioned, like Jamie was saying, I do some crazy videos. Like, I'm surprised on the filters and all the stuff I do sometimes. So what do you foresee? You foresee people, like, actually doing films, like, for professional films with an iPhone, perhaps, like, in, you know, two, three years? Well, you can look it up. People are already making professional films with their oh, yeah. devices. Oh, yeah. We had Apple submit last year, and they won the official selection so apple actual apple iphone submitted to our film festival and they were one of the official selections wow. did they submit some one of the users that uploaded to them because I apple think it was their 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 own people their they, own pe- oh okay because mm-hmm, apple you know really interesting and along these lines is do you guys see those apple billboards around the country like they use user-generated content to showcase the quality of the pictures that the iphones take so this makes sense for film i believe beyonce i mean you know how i feel about beyonce queen She's b, my b. Woo! Okay, um, but I believe she kind of was one of the pioneers uh, to shoot a music video using the iPhone, right? Wasn't it with tap the wee baby tap 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 yo that song? That like, was did a long she, time ago, right? Yeah. So, so it's only it only makes sense to highlight all these amazing pieces of content coming out of the cell phones of the creators and to have it here in New York. Now, I'm really impressed because this festival is taking place at the Dolby Theater Ooh. on July 14th. Oh, I'm in there. Big time, baby. Sasha, tell us about the process from now to July 14th. Give us some dates and how do people submit? Well, the submissions are closed, so oh, oh darn! Can't submit, yeah. So I got some good stuff, man. Yeah, darn. Jamie, next bam, year, next, next year, year, next year. Yeah. However, we open up our submissions early, so our submissions open up August 2022. Okay. So pretty much, the film festival finishes July, and then by August, we're open and available. Why do we open the submissions uh, almost a whole year before the film festival? Because we actually sit down and watch everything that comes through. Mm. And we make decisions and whatnot. We've had people from India, from Italy, from Mexico, from Canada submit. Our biggest, believe it or not, the people that submit the most are people from India. Interesting. Bollywood. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And then we also have a lot of New York directors, producers, and creatives that also submit. And we want to give everybody an opportunity to be seen. And um, the whole team watches everything. We sit and we watch everything. So uh, is there any stuff that you've already seen that you can talk about that you're excited about or even if it's just kind of you can tell us kind of the, the like, you know, uh, uh, something taking place somewhere or like a quick plot description of something? Well, I'll tell you what, you know what I'm excited about this year, that there's a lot of females directing mm. and producing yeah. that a lot of the things, a lot of our official selections have either female leads or female crews. Nice. And I don't I don't like to be gender biased. I think being gender biased is stupid and that it has created a lot of separation. But as a woman, I identify with like how beautiful it is to see like a crew of women come together, you know, and make these stories. Um, I'm also very much impressed with people are are able to do with drones. Oh, 
I'm the yeah. one who's like, yeah. I get excited Jones. for the drone shot. Sasha's like turn ons, drone yeah. shots, <laughs> no, shots on the beach. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, so I've seen what they can do with lenses. The fact that I can grab my phone and connect a really amazing lens on it. Yeah, I've seen know, those. And shoot. It's like mind blowing for me. What they so do. that's what I was going to ask because there are like, there are people that can really hook up their phones. Like, right. Are, is can someone who's just like doing it straight from the phone i mean obviously you don't want it to be like you know an early iphone iphone 5 or something <laughs> but i mean if somebody's just doing it straight from the phone with a editing app is that good enough to get re- recognized in the on the on the yeah, festival absolutely. okay as long as it makes sense and the quality of the picture you know is good it's like reading a book if it's legible then it works right as i feel like a work comes through then you have a good shot as long as we us as producers and directors and writers as long as we can see and understand like what it is that's happening some people have done silent films and just because of the quality of the imaging and the lighting and just the idea behind their creation it's enough for us to be like wow this you know this has to make it interesting so, there's some what- videos i see on online that should be silent films definitely oh <laughs> Sorry. Um, you mentioned content creators. That's like a big thing now because content creators are pretty much making phone movies every day, right? So are you getting a lot of that, uh, of, of content creators, um, you know, entering the festival and, and, um, and what kind of stuff are they, are they sending in? Absolutely. People send in all sorts of stuff. So like ideas for cooking shows, they do their own, you know, tutorials, a day in the life of Perez Senjita y Pepita y su abuela, you know? So um, absolutely. They send us all, all types of stuff, you know, all types of stuff. Wow. <laughs> I- oh, really? <laughs> Oh, okay. I get it. Okay. Interesting. Wow, and you see everything. Smirk. So you have to see everything, Zaza. You can't fast forward. The smirk <laughs> says it all. Well, I would like to know about this event on the 14th. Um, so the winners will be crowned, I'm assuming, right? So tell us about the event. What takes place? And what do these winners win? Okay, so... Technically, this year is the fifth anniversary, so we're focusing on doing like a very a, a brief recap of everything that has transpired throughout the like last five years. So we're going to be putting up a recap of the video of every everything that has won in the last five years. And then the, the official selection this year is not as broad as it was once before. However, you know, they win anything. They can win anything from equipment. Wow. Right. To a seat in the university that is being created now, which is is a New York mobile film festival. It's like it's going to be like a school pretty much. Wow. Being away workshops. Yeah. These people are like really working on on making this a thing, you know, and, and not and helping people not shy away from understanding that I have an entire I have a production house. Right. It's, a, it's an app. You can edit out of it. You can do it. Shoot. I mean, they have gliders now. They have all these handheld things that you put the phones on. They have, like you said, they have the the, the lenses that you can actually put on the cameras. There's everything that you can actually put on it. The gimbal. I love me a good, I love me the gimbal. Yeah. I love that thing. I love it. 
Yeah, yeah 100%. So, so yeah, that's what that's what we have up this year. It's pretty much that. Um, and then, of course, they win an, an actual award and they are recognized. Ooh, a trophy. Nice. For work. A trophy, yeah. So you can put it up on your wall. But I feel like most important for us, the award is getting everybody involved, right? And And like educating people. It costs a lot of money. Once again, as I said once before, it costs a lot of money to put production together. And I feel like a lot of people have ideas. They just don't have the, the actual team or the budget to make it happen. So why not shoot it on your phone? Go with it. That's how I feel about production. I've, I've been on so many different sets and I've seen so many different things go down that I'm just I'm in a place right now where I'm like, just troubleshoot and go with it. Whatever you have to do, like figure it out. You know, and with the film festival, that's technically what we're telling people. We're pretty much just creating this platform so people understand, like, just go with it. You have an idea mm -hmm. you want to do, you know, you can, a feature can come out of a 10 minute short, 100%. Sure. Yeah. And that's what, that's what these big studios are looking for. So if I'm able to teach you, like, listen, make your 10 minutes short, believe in your dream, believe in your idea, and then come back, right? submit for this specific festival or for any of the mobile film festivals because there's a few around the world this is just the only one that's the new york mobile film festival submit believe in your work eventually you can even grab that footage and pitch right or you can win and get you know a kit a venice sony kit which is like a really nice camera um but yeah that's that's pretty much Yes. You're very right. Very exciting. Sasha, I want to also compliment you for everything that you've acquired and learned. You have just from this few minutes in this interview, I could see how brilliant you are, how much knowledge you've really just acquired in this industry that is really not dominated by women and mm. certainly not by Latinas. So I really want to just, you know, give you your flowers right now for oh, doing you. this festival and for also being a pioneer in your space and doing it for Latinas and women everywhere. Thank you, Guys, don't you agree that it's rare to see a Sasha that has all this knowledge on equipment and set and production and I'm stuff? I'm not that's... shocked. I'm not shocked. I worked with Sasha over 15 years ago with, you know, me, her and Michael and a lot of our projects. And back then when she was, you know, she was a puppy in the game. She was, you know, you could see that she had this, she had this, she had, a sp she had a spunk to do it. So I'm not I shocked at it. all. Yeah, I'm Sasha's always, I've, she always knows that like, she knows her shit ever since I know her. Like, she just, oh, yes. she talks, you just know that she's, and now, I mean, the term boss lady is a thing, and I feel like Ooh. you're, you're epitomizing that. <laughs> you yeah. know? So you got, I like that. I, like, I think it fits you. How about the word jovencita? Oh, yeah. throw that in there, James. Don't forget. Don't forget. Cara de niña. You can throw that in there. Alma de niña. Cara de niña. You've nailed that. Really, you have. Um, okay, Sasha, please tell everybody how they can find out more information on the New York Mobile Film Festival and on you, my dear. People should be following you if they want to learn something. Okay, great. Well, you can follow the New York Mobile Film Festival on Instagram, and you can also go to NewYorkMobileFilmFestival.com. And you can follow me at Sasha Inoa. I am on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not a big tweetiadora, but I definitely Twitter <laughs> it up sometimes. 
I haven't done it in years. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. I definitely- After a couple drinks, you know, I Twitter it up. You know, yeah, yeah. I not to Twitter it up. <laughs> I have much to say. I can't, I can't be, guys, I can't be publicly out there like that. Right. <laughs> and not with 140 characters. I just can't. Oh, I, it's not enough. It's, it's not, not enough, Gonyo. <laughs> so they understand how we talk. We're verbose. We need verbose. more than 140 characters. There needs to be a Latina Twitter, and that's just going to be like 300 characters. Yeah. Okay. And just look the special characters, the exclamation points, the period. Oh, hell, pieces. motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Man. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> And then there's going to be like an emoji like this. Oh, you think I'm stupid? Stupid. You think I'm stupid? (laughs) (laughs) We need an oh, you think I'm stupid emoji up in there. Elon Musk needs to step aside. Rachel wants to take over Twitter, you know? (laughs) Wow. Elon Musk needs to to send some Teslas towards the Latinos. Yeah, right? Give away some free Teslas. I love those vehicles. Nah, no, but then we're going to be hearing like Matt Tesla's up in Washington Heights, Matt yeah, Loud and shit with the music and all that. Oh, yeah, nah, that. not a good idea. Keep them, keep the Honda Accords in the Heights. You know what I'm saying? We don't need any Teslas just yet. Keep the Honda in the Heights. Yeah, keep the Hondas coming. Um, Sasha, thank you so much for taking the time out and coming on the show. We love you so much. We support you. Thank you. And every one of you, thank you to the producers of Latinos Out Loud, and thank you guys. I love you guys. I love to see you guys grow. You guys are consistent. You guys are persistent. You guys are all the, everything that ends in incense, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got it. And and may you guys continue to be blessed, man. And may there be a million more Latino Out Loud, you know, episodes. Thank you, Sasha. I love each and every one of you. Thank you guys so much. We love you. Muchas gracias también. Gracias. Sasha, we gotta get we gotta get together this summer, man. Yeah, Even, yo. We gotta do a little. We're gonna do. We're gonna try to do like a little brunch or something. We're gonna get everybody together. Sasha's outros are like are are just as good as Rachel's intros. They were that was Sasha good. Sasha just right? like killed that outro. I was like, oh, killed wow. it. I was like, let this yeah. girl talk more, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, one time for Sasha Inoa. Yeah, Our girl. friend is brilliant. Our friend is so smart. Yeah, wow. I love I She's love come it. a long yeah, way. It was great seeing her because we hadn't seen her in a while. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was great seeing She's her. She's doing her thing, man. Soon. She's doing her doing thing. Doing her thing. And also exploring territory that is male dominated. So you got to love that too, you know? Yeah. It's good too. Gives me a little spill because sorry, you know, I get a little emotional. It's great to you see too, a Latina Rachel. doing her I got thing. a little emotional yeah. when I saw her up there um, the other day. Oh, Frank. Yeah. That's cool. That's You're nice, a good man. Friend. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you see people come, you know, I mean, Jamie always says, I know somebody, I know people 15 years. I know I've seen her for, you know, I've seen the trajectory of, you know, what she's been doing from the beginning to now. So just to see that. You know what gets me emotional, y'all? What? What? And get okay. Speaking of emotion, I want to give a raucous shout out to Yero.com, the Latino men's lifestyle news platform. This week, they're lifting up the Latino Leadership Institute's efforts to support Latino and uh, BIPOC. I always, is it BIP? Do you spell out the BIPOC? I think it's 
BIPOC. You could do a BIPOC okay. thing. Okay, because now I don't know. Some I don't know. Some people prefer one or the other, but I'll say and by so um, they're lifting up uh, the Latino Leadership Institute's efforts to support Latino and BIPOC entrepreneurs from the ground up. All right. So um, visit yellow.com for the whole story. Um, and Jay Ferns uh, Instagram, Jay underscore Ferns Twitter, and and that's all for me. All right. I'll I'll. Send it over to Franklin Nibs. All right. Uh, maybe this is like... I'll take Franklin Nibs to block. Okay. Oh, Hollywood Squares <laughs> reference. That's your favorite, wow. Rachel. I love game shows. You know that. Yes, I'll take Whoopi Goldberg for the win. Uh, yeah. right. For the win? Yeah. Oh, man. She was uh, always the center square, wasn't she, Whoopi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Jim J. Bullock. Jim J. Bullock. I'm oh. aging myself right now. If there's, if there's so if one person yourself. that knows Jim J. Bullock, you guys Bullock are going back. I give you props. Holy but Frank, no. continue, continue. I want to give my. This is maybe the first Eloelero sighting. There's a there's a Eloelero that really you know that follows that give us a lot of give us a lot of support. Um, I saw him uptown, and I was in Ooh. a car. I couldn't stop him. His name is Carmelo Huneto Quinones Reyes Jr. I- I know you know him, Rachel. Is yes. I am Carmelo on eighty nine on um on That's IG. A mouthful. I saw That's you, a mouthful homie. Of a name. I saw you by one eighty first. Uh, you made a right on Broadway, but you were with your lady and some other gentleman. I didn't want to stop you. I was in a oh. car. I was in a scream. But you know, this is the first Eloelero sighting. I want to give you a big shout out. Thank you for you know always supporting us. Thank you for the love, man. I didn't want to stop you in the middle of the street, but you know it's all love. Thank you, bro. That's cool. Yeah, man. This is funny that Frank is stopping a fan. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, is it the other way around? Yo, I'm a fan of you being a fan of the show, yo. Uh, Right, Frank. Uh, Thanks for stopping me in my car. It usually is the other way around. And I saw you and didn't stop you. Um, Yeah, I couldn't stop. I was was in a car, man. I was zipping by and I saw him. I was like, oh, snap. This is the first time I see like a a listener like in the street. I was like, holy shit. Yo, I stopped you because, you know, I know you probably want to take a picture with me. So you're like, just, you know, you could pull over. You could pull over right here and we could just do a little selfie action. And I also have to shout out Carmelo for one more thing, because Carmelo asked me to be a guest speaker at his organization's commencement ceremony a while back. And Ooh. it sparks this great oh. interest. Uh, you know, we'll talk again about some other things that I'm doing along those lines. But shout out to Carmelo. We love our fans so no much, don't we? No doubt. No doubt. No we're, doubt. We're becoming yeah, like yeah. friends with some of them. It's really, really nice. Yep. Next time I stop him, I'll stop him next time and take a picture with him next time. That's that. Hi, <laughs> yo. Okay, okay. Is it my turn? Can I go real quick? I. Yes, I want to hear okay, this. Okay, so I kind of talked a little bit about it, but shout out to Led Black and his creativity. Led Black, Uptown oh, Collective. Uptown Collective. Listen to this bill. You ready for this? I'm just going to read the flyer because this is a Let's very go. special event that I want to invite all you guys Dale. to. I, dale, dale, Uptown dale. Collective, Uptown Cannabis Coalition, and Butterfly Treats presents a special evening Oof. of cannabis-infused storytelling. Performances by oh Rachel wow. La Loca, Dot Shotty, mm. Evelyn Indica, Frankie mm. Reese, and Ramon Reyes of Happy Monkey. Um, so this oh, is snap. a great lineup and also featuring two DJs, DJ Sale Orgoon and DJ Rookie Tracks. This is all happening on 
on July 30th at 8 p.m. with a VIP happy hour at 7 at Chela's. Chela's, it is on 159th and Broadway, I believe. And I went to do a sound check and a meeting there over the weekend. Frank, I hit you up. Um, what a beautiful yeah. venue. I'm so excited. This event is called Smoke Signals, and you can get your tickets. There'll be a link in my bio, but join us. There'll be some just, you know, sipping, storytelling, politics. I'll, I'll be up in there. I'll be up in I'm that so piece. I'm so excited. I'll I'm going to share there. a story. You, you'll see. Frank, Jamie, okay. it's going to be real. I can't wait. Um, that's real. That sounds intense. You know, our boy Led Black was inspired oh, off no. of the moth stories stuff that he's been doing. Yeah. And you got to right. love how things happen and like come to fruition. Uh, you know, you see the like light bulb go off in his head. And now look what he done did. He done created a marvelous mm. event called Smoke Signals, invited me to be a part of it. So I'm thrilled. Um, so follow me at Rachel La Loca. Follow this show at We Are Latinos Out Loud. Give us a call, 978-LATINOS. And uh, rock with us. You know what I'm saying? We're having a fun summer. And we have some more fun that's planned along the way. So on that note, we out! Brr!